This is the In Focus podcast from the Hindu. Hello and welcome to another edition of the In Focus podcast. I am your host G Sampath. India's women boxers have created history by winning four gold medals at the IBA World Boxing Championships that just concluded in Delhi. India has topped the medals table matching its best ever performance of 2006. The golden girls this time around were Neetu Gangas 48 kg, Nikhat Zarin 50 kg, Lovelina Borgohain in the 75 kg category and Saviti Bura 81 kg category. So what is the significance of India's performance in the context of the upcoming Hangzhou Asian Games and the 2024 Paris Olympics and this is an amazing uh, record at any rate can india replicate this outcome at the olympics as well and is india slowly turning into a global hub for women's boxing as is being increasingly asserted by many international observers we explore all these questions and more in this episode of in focus and we have with us yb sarangi from the hindus sports bureau yb thank you so much for joining us uh, thank you sampath uh, for inviting me once again so to start with uh yb this is not the first time uh, clearly that indian women have won four gold medals in a world championships so when they did it the last time around in 2006 uh it was mary com sarita devi kc leka and rl jenny who achieved that feat so how would you characterize the difference between the 2006 achievement and the current one i mean some would argue that the current gold medals achieved by our boxers this year were actually tougher or more significant because the competition was far greater we have had boxers coming from 65 countries i don't think that was the case last time around so what are your thoughts on this debate absolutely i agree with you uh, in 2006 when india won four gold medals Uh, it was not just four golds it was one, there was one silver and three bronze medals as well and uh, but that that was the time uh, uh, we first hosted the event and uh, that was the only the fourth edition of the world women's boxing championships and uh, and the boxing uh, women's boxing especially uh, was six years away from making its uh, olympic debut in london uh and that that edition particular edition was uh, like 180 boxers from 32 countries uh, took part but the scenario has changed uh, in the last uh, decade or so uh basically after the uh, introduction of women's boxing in uh, in the olympics in 2012 uh, after that uh, they have uh, taken part in three editions and the competition level has increased uh, manifold and uh, in this current edition the, the recent one uh, 300 plus i think 3, 323 or 324 boxes from 65 countries uh, took part and even though even though this most most important line is uh, even though so many uh, leading countries uh, from europe and america they didn't uh, take part uh, in this event because uh, they didn't like uh, iba that is uh, international boxing association allowing the russian and belarusian athletes to compete under the flags and they boycotted uh, uh, the event still still then uh, it was 300 plus uh, entries and uh, in from 65 countries so that shows the kind of 
competitiveness uh, uh, in, the, in the event. So though, so though the number of gold medals is four uh, in 2006, as well as in 2023, uh, the competition and the Indians have moved a long way. Right. So, uh, YB, I, I fully uh, see your point that compared to 2006, when it was not yet an Olympic sport, uh, to now the competition in this year's edition was far, far greater and therefore it's a far more creditable achievement. And I don't mean to underplay this in any way at all, but for a more realistic and precise understanding of of the significance or the or the, or the greatness of the achievement. I wanted you to just come in, in terms of, you said uh, that many of the European countries uh, which have a strong tradition of women's boxing have boycotted this edition of the tournament because of uh, India allowing Belarus and Russia boxers to compete under their uh, national flag. So in, in the four categories where we won medals, gold medals, were any of those categories uh, in the Olympics, for instance, did those categories have winners from those countries which boycotted? Did we benefit from the boycott in any way? Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, like, uh, it's not uh, exactly a, a benefit to only India. Of course, it has, it has benefited other countries. But since since uh, these countries like Ireland, uh, America, uh, then uh, Great Britain, they, they are good in all weight categories. So uh, that's how, like we we have uh, cast in on uh, that uh, the absence of some top boxes, and uh, let's. So quite a few Olympic champions did not participate because they are from Ireland and the US and UK. Yes, yes, that's right, uh, that's right. Uh, see, uh, if Kaylee Harrington uh, from Ireland, she won the gold medal in uh, lightweight uh, in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. She was not there. Then uh, you have this uh, uh, Carries from Great Britain. She was a bronze medalist uh, in the featherweight. She was not there. Uh, then uh, the Lauren Price, middleweight uh, Olympic champion. She was not there from England. Uh, so, so there are quite quite a few absent absentees uh, in this edition. Of course, it helped uh, other countries as well as India. Right. So, uh, you you refer to this uh, the fact that many countries were not happy with the IBA over this particular issue of allowing Russian and Belarusian boxers to take part in other national fact. But there have also been other controversies. Uh, in terms of you know, conflict between the IBA and the International Olympic Committee and so on. It's been going on for a while. Can you give us a quick overview of what this entire conflict is about? How has it affected women boxers in India, women boxers elsewhere? What is going on with these two entities? Right. Uh, it's, it's quite a long run and uh, it's been going on for a while. So we have to go back to the history a little bit. Like the major issues uh, that plagued the IBA, uh, uh, which was which is now known as IBA, uh, was over the years they they had this manipulation of uh, bouts, corruption, financial mismanagement, etc. And uh, it's, it reached a, a point where uh, the IOC had to do something because the 2016 uh, Rio Olympic Games became very very controversial because of the uh, some results uh, in the boxing bouts so after that uh, what I, ioc did was they swung into action they suspended the iva from the olympic family they conducted uh, uh, the boxing events uh, 
uh, on their own in the Tokyo Games and uh, uh, pushed uh, IBA or IBA to do some uh, drastic reforms. Uh, the reforms are underway, it's still, still going on, but uh, uh, right now the problem with uh, IOC uh, looks like uh, more political because the current boss uh, or the president of IBA is Russian Umar Kremlin. And one of their major sponsors is from Russia, that is a guys from uh, the energy uh, energy giant, uh, uh, which is a Russian public service, public company. So that is one of the, obviously, uh, nobody says anything uh, uh, in particular about these points, but obviously this is the major, major uh, uh, issue for IOC to let uh, IBA come back to uh, the Olympic fold. So that, that is one point. And uh, uh, the, on the other hand, while, while the IBA is doing a lot of reforms, it has uh, of late uh, taken on. I think it's purely because of the money power, money muscle. Uh, they have taken on the IOC. They have uh, said that uh, if IOC wants to conduct the Olympics in Paris, then they have to request us to conduct the uh, events, Olympic qualifying events and uh, so on. So, and, and uh, the IBA has also uh, said that, uh, like they, they have asserted the right to host the uh, boxing events, uh, uh, but they have also uh, antagonized IOC by allowing the Russian and Belarusian athletes to compete under their flags uh, in the current, the recent uh, women's boxing championship and the forthcoming men's boxing championship. So this 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 is the uh, total story in a nutshell. Right. So, it's it's quite unfortunate that the, the Ukraine war is sort of spilling over onto the boxing ring as well, or so it seems. But but where is the balance of power right now? You're saying that the International Olympic Committee would have some issues anyway because the IBA is headed by a Russian. And and even for this World Championship, you're saying the main sponsor is Gazprom. So, if Gazprom is the main sponsor, it stands to reason. It's quite uh, understandable or predictable that they would allow or I would want... Uh, Russian and Belarusian boxers to be allowed to fight under their flag. So, what if uh, the IBA is sort of is very rigid in its stance, and the IOC is in its is rigid in its stance that you know uh, you guys have to sort of go by what we are saying. So, how does uh, which way do the boxers go? Do they go with the Olympic committees organizing of uh, qualifying events and so on, or do they stick with IBA because which is the main body right now? Yeah, Sampath, see, uh, it's not, not, not just the boxers, it's also the uh, uh, represents the judges, the technical officials. Like during the uh, World Women's Boxing Championship in Delhi, uh, there was a letter from IOC to all the technical officials that uh, uh, by 21st of March, you should intimate us if you are willing to conduct uh, uh, or officiate in our Olympic qualifying events. Uh, and... Uh, uh, in retaliation, the IBA issued a threat, uh, threatening letter to all the technical officials saying that uh, if you are going and uh, participating without our consent, then that will be that will not be good and you will be barred from uh, future events and things like that. So, uh, obviously, there is a tug of war, but IOC has more uh, influence, more authority, and uh, it's a world worldwide, it's a far uh, bigger body and umbrella body, so they they don't want to uh, be seen in poor light. They're already under pressure 
because a lot of, uh, I think 30 odd countries, they're putting pressure on IOC that you don't allow the Russian and Belarusian athletes uh, uh, in the Paris Olympics, even if uh, they'll be competing uh, independently uh, without the Russian and Belarusian flags. Uh, so the, the IOC is trying to play the balancing game. They are, uh, one way they are uh, sticking to the Olympic Charter, which, which protects the rights of all the athletes uh, across the globe to compete without any political uh, bias or background. Uh, on the other hand, they don't want to be siding with uh, Russia, particularly uh, as far as boxing is concerned. Because uh, that that will that will uh, then uh, paint a bad picture of uh, IOC. So coming back to uh, the actual uh, sporting side of the whole thing here. So in the past as well, just like this year, Indian women boxers have done really well in world championships, uh, only to sort of uh, I mean flatter in the world championships, only to deceive at the Olympics level. Where we still, I don't think we have won a gold at the Olympics in women's boxing, unless I'm mistaken. So why do you think this is the case? Uh, see, it's not just in boxing, uh, uh, in other sports also. When it's Olympics, the level uh, increases, the pressure increases. So, uh, athletes tend to underperform or the, the slip a bit. So, the, all these equations come into play. Uh, uh, that's true for all the all sports, not just uh, boxing. So, just look, if you look at shooting, uh, where we have so many world beaters and we have uh, world champions, but uh, in the last two editions of the Olympics, we didn't have a single shooting medal. So that speaks a lot about uh, the pressure of the Olympics. And in the last three editions uh, in which uh, uh, the women's boxing was part of the Olympic program, we won two medals. And uh, you have to remember that women's boxing was adjusted uh, in the uh, 2012 uh, uh, program uh, uh, in just three weights. And, uh, they, they improved it to five years in 2020. So the uh, number is also very limited. So the, all these things come, come into play when we see that uh, uh, Olympic medals are very less and uh, 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 we feel that maybe we are, our athletes are not good enough at that level. But, but uh, there are certain factors that, that influence the results. So you're saying it's not just the fact that the competition level might be higher, but we also underperform because we're not able to handle the pressure. Maybe, maybe. That is that is true for all the athletes across all the uh, disciplines, I believe. Because if, uh, if you look at athletics also, uh, the level comes down a little bit uh, and... Uh, that, that is that is one of the one of the points in general uh, general scene. I mean, as far as the Olympics is concerned, right. So, how do you see these four gold medals in the context of the upcoming Hangzhou Asian Games, which I think is going to be in September this year, and then the Paris Olympics? Yeah, this should encourage, of course, uh, to uh, this should be a big encouragement for our boxing team, uh, not just uh, the medalist, but also those who didn't didn't medal. Uh, altogether, uh, uh, eight eight Indians uh, made it to the quarterfinals, and uh, four of them uh, medaled, which is a good conversion rate, I believe. Uh, then uh, we have uh, exciting talents like Preeti uh, Sai Power, uh, Manisha Mohan, who didn't get a medal, uh, even though in 2022 World Championships she had a bronze medal. 
Jasmine Lamboria, another exciting talent uh, who medaled at the Commonwealth Games. So the, these are also these people are capable of winning medals uh, at Asian Games, and Asian Games is more, all the more important because uh, it's the it's the Olympic qualifying event. So that's why there will be a lot of pressure on the athletes. But uh, I'm sure the, the the current performance will uh, lift the uh, you know. Uh, confidence level of all the boxers uh, in uh, Asian Games as well as the Paris Olympics. Right. So would you say that this year's edition of the World Boxing Championships saw more prize money and was more professionally organized than the previous edition? Is India becoming some kind of a global hub or destination for women's boxing? Uh, see, uh, prize money was totally entirely uh, done by the IBA. It was entirely IBA's money. And uh, it's not, I'm not wrong. They also uh, uh, gave away similar similar kind of prize money uh, in 2022, but this time it was played up uh, a bit, I think, and uh, encouraged by the successful conduct of the event. The IBS in Delhi only they announced that they they are going to double the prize money uh, for the boxes uh, from the forthcoming editions. So that is that is like uh, uh, about a champion boxer will get around 1.6 crore. Uh, so that's that's quite a huge money uh, for the future. But this this time also they the winners got uh, 100,000 uh, US dollars, which is around 81 lakhs or something. So it's quite quite a, a big encouragement uh, for the boxers. And uh, conduct wise, it was it was well conducted. It was better than at least uh, I've seen the 2018 uh, World Championships, uh, we, which we hosted here in Delhi, at the same venue. So um, uh, this was this was a little, a little better uh, in terms of conduct uh, because it was at least uh, eye catching, very spectacular. Uh, it was a good. It, it had a good uh, opening ceremony. And uh, overall, it, the conduct conduct was good. Uh, only only barring. One for for uh, like they played the wrong Russian anthem for Russian winner, and they have to rectify it later. So, what is the wrong Russian anthem? There is only one Russian anthem. How can they play that? Did they play some other country's anthem? Yeah, yeah, that was there. No, that's not some other country. It, it was actually uh, when the Russian athletes competed in the Tokyo Olympics. The IOC had uh, since they they were not competing under their own flag. The IOC had. Another anthem for the uh, neutral athletes. Okay. So uh, some miscommunication between the IBA and uh, BFI officials, that is Boxing Federation of India. Uh, so because of that, uh, the IOC anthem was played instead of the Russian anthem. So they uh, again, it was, it was bizarre uh, because the, later they apologized and the Russian athlete was uh, made to stand on the podium alone and <laughs> the <laughs> Russian uh, anthem was played again. So, but that was that was only one for power. Otherwise, it was completely uh, very right. So you said that uh, this year the the winners got a check of eighty one lakhs or something, and it's going to be one point six cr. So that's like much better than what uh, other individual sports like badminton players in India get if they win an equivalent tournament, right? That's quite a good uh, amount of prize money. Yeah, see, badminton scenario is completely, uh, it's more uh, professional. Uh, there is a circuit, uh, they play around the year like tennis players. And uh, uh, according to the ratings, the, I mean, the prize money dictated the ratings of the uh, of a particular tournament. 
so that is a completely different uh, setup different uh, environment uh, here uh, boxing was uh, since the, the concept of pro boxing was has been there for a long long time uh, amateur boxing never had any money uh, it's only off late uh, that they have in the two, last two three years they have started uh, paying the athletes uh, beat the asian championships or the world championships uh, so that's a that's a good encouragement uh, uh, for the athletes. Uh, so uh, and and it's just once or twice in a year. You don't get any uh, prize money for other other events. Most of the events you don't get any prize money. Right, right. So there was this whole controversy last year uh, around Lovelina Borgohain's coach, and she went public with it, saying that uh, during a preparation for the Commonwealth Games. Uh, her coach was being harassed and her training was getting upset and all those things. So these kinds of issues we have seen not just in boxing but in other sports as well. So as we look forward to the Asian Games, look forward to the Paris Olympics, at least in women's boxing, uh, are these kinds of issues resolved once and for all? I mean, we've got this big achievement, which is a positive thing. Or do you think these kinds of issues are going to surface once again in the future? See, particularly uh, Lavlina's case, uh, at that time she was with that particular coach. Uh, so she thought maybe uh, her presence will help her. Whereas the problem for her lay uh, somewhere uh, else, like she had this technic technical issue and uh, she needed to work uh, more on her boxing than anything else. She was more concentrating on uh, SNC, that is uh, uh, strength and conditioning. Uh, then she realized when when the coaches, boxing coaches, uh, spoke to us, she realized that I have to now uh, focus more on boxing and improve my standards. So she has moved on, and uh, uh, I don't think uh, she. Uh, she I, th I think she has now realized that what was my mistake, and now she she has moved on. But uh, yes, the this issue of athletes demanding uh, physios or coaches at big events uh, it has been a problem with particularly with Indian uh, sports scenario because uh, everybody wants uh, to be in the in her uh, fort, his or her comfort zone but uh, uh, there, there is always a limitation there is always a quota uh, how many uh, support staff you can have uh, at a particular event so the, the IOA that is the Indian Olympic Association and the athletes uh, representatives they should sit together and of course that includes the national federations they, they have to sit together and find a solution like this is the formula we are going to adopt and everybody has to obey uh, because we cannot have if we are sending uh, 500 athletes we cannot be sending uh, 500 or 600 or 700 uh, support staff. So, at least in terms of physios and things like that, we, we can, uh, like one physio can contribute to the maybe a whole squad or two physios can uh, help the whole squad uh, of 10 people or 12 people get ready for the uh, for their events. So, basically, it's up to the IOA to take the lead and take the sports ministry along and national sports and athletes with them to reach a uh, reach an agreement where they uh, nobody complains about anything and everybody's uh, uh, purpose is solved and uh, uh, there is no unpleasant uh, scene which which comes out uh, of such a big event
Right. So, uh, YB, there's one question I forgot to ask you, which I wanted to ask earlier, which is to do with these weight categories, you know. I mean, uh, there have been some changes in the weight ca- Olympic weight categories and our boxers have had to make adjustments. Some some has had to put on weight, some have had to reduce weight because they needed to shift to a different weight ca- category uh, to what they're used to. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what, how do they make up their mind? Like, should they increase or should they go down or go up? Like, how does it work and how difficult it is to make this transition? Like, for Lovelina, I think she went up, whereas Nikat, I think, went down. Can you talk a little bit about this quickly for the benefit of our listeners? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, basically, the, an athlete has to see what, what she wants. Uh, uh, and the Olympics and World Championships, World Championships is always a broader, uh, this thing. So, they have 12 weight categories. And Olympics is always limited. It's... It, they squeeze uh, the whole thing to five or six or seven. So why, why do they do that? Why don't the Olympics also have the same number of categories? Because they cannot control. <laughs> if, if they allow every uh, discipline to have the complete uh, program, then uh, it will be like a one-month Olympics. So <laughs> that will be a big problem. Okay. That's why they, they okay. squeeze things. And, uh, and that's why there is this uh, Olympic qualifying event. So that only 32 or 24, whatever the number, the fixed quota, they have to win quota places. So that it's helps. Like, but what is what is the logic here? Because if you look at swimming, you know, I mean, I I'm, I don't follow swimming, but they all sound very similar to me. There are like 20 different events in swimming. There don't seem to be any restrictions on swimming. But in terms of when it comes to boxing, women's boxing, you are restricting it to five, six. How many categories are there in swimming, for instance? I, I don't know. There seem to be like... Tons and tons of them. Uh, is it because most European countries are, are very good at swimming? Is that why there are so many swimming events? Uh, is, I mean, I find it really boring. In the same, <laughs> it's the same thing, right? At least in boxing, you get different things to see in different weight categories. Here, they all go and do the same thing. Yeah, but uh, IOC goes by the popularity of the sports. So, uh, swimming is one of the marquee uh, events uh, in any any multi-sport event. Athletic swimming, this had to be there. Uh, so, so they don't compromise on uh, swimming uh, that much, uh, and basically, it's it's a popularity. Uh, the popularity marker decides everything. Uh, so, you are saying swimming is more popular as an Olympic sport than boxing? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, and athletics, like athletics, you know, is very very popular. And uh, yeah, athletics. Yeah, no, nobody is disputing about athletics. But anyway, swimming is it's it's news to me. Anyway, sorry, you were talking about the weight category shifts. Yeah. So uh, basically, uh, this time they are having uh, 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 one, two, three, four, five, six uh, weight categories uh, uh, for uh, Paris Olympics. So uh, Nikhat uh, was the 52 kg world champion, uh, and uh, she either she she could have gone up to 54 kg, or she could have gone down to 50 kg. So she thought that maybe going down to 50 kg. Will help her because uh, that will that will uh, retain her strength as well as uh, the the movement the movement uh, around the ring. Uh, whereas if she goes to 54, then she might be uh, facing uh, stronger athletes. So she decided that uh, she would go go down to 50 kg. Whereas Lavlina, uh, she thought that 66 kg, she has to cut a lot of weight. She has to put a lot of uh, strain on her body by fasting to, to control weight. That's why she went up to 75 kg. And for that, she had to, she's still walking. She went up to 75 from what level? 69 to 75 kg. She could have gone down to 66 kg. 
but okay. uh, she decided that no i need more power and i'll be more comfortable in 75 kg that's why she she went up to 75 kg and she's still working on her strength and uh, increasing her strength so that uh, she'll fit into the 75 kg very nicely even though she has already uh, won this asian title and world title right so one final question as we wrap up what next for indian boxers in terms of elite events and what needs to fall in place uh, for india to become the world's a uh, premier destination for women's boxing i think is it is uh, becoming uh, one of the premier destinations uh, for boxing uh, because the iba is very keen on uh, holding more events in india uh, uh, they they see india as a potential market there is a, there are a lot of good boxers uh, uh, if you have read a little bit about the selection controversy prior to the world championships three girls went to the court uh, uh, challenging the selection policy uh, which is more uh, on evaluation line than a, uh, one of selection trials so so basically it is becoming and with so much so many uh, good boxers in each category uh, it, it is quite competitive inside india also so uh, it is it is becoming one of the uh, boxing hubs uh, especially uh, as far as women women's boxing is concerned right it's with lots of uh, competitive boxers coming up in india it's, it that's good news for india and hopefully we will begin to see the kind of results we saw at the world championships at the olympic uh, level too sooner or later thank you so much yb for joining us and for sharing your thoughts on this topic thank you so much thank you thank you in focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues in the meantime you can find our podcast on spotify apple podcasts stitcher and other platforms just search for in focus by the hindu we'll see you soon